The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, being an entrepreneur it has some uh, big challenges, but also some huge rewards. More and more women are taking a chance, branching out on their own to great success. And I'm thrilled this afternoon um, to welcome Marcella Mandeville, the CEO of Alberta Women Entrepreneurs and the newly appointed Edmonton Ambassador for Women's Entrepreneurship Day. Welcome to 630 Ched. Thank you. Thank you for for, having me. First off, we were talking about uh, driver's licenses and we will get back to this conversation coming up, I promise you, because it's, uh, it's, you know, off the charts here. Do you remember taking your driver's test? I do. It was terrifying. <laughs> did you pass on the first time? I didn't. <laughs> Neither did I. That's a well-kept secret, so <laughs> not anymore, I guess. Were you Were you 16? I was. You were 16, yeah. See, I waited till I was 21 before I got my license and didn't have a car till I was 28, so it took a long time. But yeah, it's nerve-wracking. Absolutely. And we were just talking as we were going into this conversation about becoming an entrepreneur and how nerve-wracking that can be. And uh, I was telling you a bit of a story about kind of, you know, making some plans down the road for, for retirement, uh, you know, whether for, you know, for my husband, my me down the road, but we have this plan and we've got certain things already set, put in place, all good to go. But that next step, we haven't done it, and it's scary. And I think that's the thing. It is. It's a leap of faith. Entrepreneurship is a leap of faith. It absolutely is. It's taking a lot of risk. Yeah. And luckily, there's a great community of support out there for those who do want to take mm. the risk. Okay. Are we seeing? Um, we're seeing more women um, decide to, to to try and do this on their own. Yes, and there there are much less barriers to starting a business mm-hmm. than there used to be. So our organization's been around for almost 25 years. So in those 25 years, we've seen a lot more women-owned businesses be able to start successfully. And now it's about growing those businesses. Now, is, um, you know, we talk about challenges when it comes to being an, an entrepreneur. Um, there's there's challenges being an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're male, you're female, what, whatever. Are there, are there different ones for, for women? There are. Really? There are. So there are still some definite challenges, in particular around money. Mm. So getting the right kind of money at the right time in a growing business, as well as connecting into the right networks of decision makers mm. and actually being able to grow and build revenue the way that they, the, the business might want to. Uh, when we talk about... Um well, yeah. We talk about money, and then and that's a that's a that's a big thing. And it's you know okay, you can have all of these plans, and if you don't have the money to um, implement those plans, I mean you're going to borrow it from somewhere. Maybe someone's giving you whatever. Again, you know, and I, and I guess I'm curious. Like, do you know how many of these succeed and how many of them fail? Of small businesses, yeah. There's actually a very high, in our in our case, with a lot of the clients we work with, a high success rate. Mm-hmm. But it's also your definition of success. <laughs> <laughs> and there are different levels of aspirations in terms of how people want to grow their business and how they want their business to impact the community. Mm-hmm. So we, in our eyes, a lot of businesses are very, very successful. In their eyes, they would also like to continue to grow more. 
Yeah, I guess what is success? Is it, you know, $100,000 a year? Is it half a million a year? Is it a million a year? Is it five million a year, right? So, um, but it's it's interesting. You start looking at some stuff. I remember talking with, for example, Rachel Melke from Hilberg and Burke. Um, and that company has expanded, you know, exponentially over the past number of, of years. And, you know, she started off making jewelry at her kitchen table and sold them while she was in, in college. Um, and, yeah, sometimes you have to take a chance. I mean, she had some backing from Dragon's Den. Sometimes you have to find that person who will back you up. And I guess that's also another leap of faith on both parts, isn't it? It sure is. And we we see it all the time. We offer financing to businesses. Mm. So we are often in the journey with them, along with others that are providing variety of supports, including money. So how does that work? So if I want to start my own business and um, as um, as a woman, I got to come to you uh, the Alberta Women Entrepreneurs Organization and say, okay, I need some cash. How does that work? Well, we have an application process mm. and we have an assessment process and we look at a variety of things to to see how could we make sure that we are supporting this business and this individual to be as successful as they can be. So it's about viability of the business mm-hmm. and also making sure that... So you're kind of like a mini Dragon's Den, aren't you? <laughs> Wow, that makes that sounds way more yeah, exciting. Yeah, eh? um, But yeah, we do. We do want to invest in women-owned businesses, and women-owned businesses come in all sizes, mm-hmm. and they're in all industries and all sectors. You you have an interesting path to where you are uh, now. And when I when I was reading about you, I'm like, oh my gosh! And and then you were you were also um, uh, top forty under forty. What in two thousand and twelve? Yes, way back when. I know. I, I got in in two thousand nine or two. 2010, I said they had to give it to me that year because I think I turned 40 the next year, so it was kind of the last chance to do it. But yeah, your your background, what was it? To, what was it that that made you interested in business? I've always been interested in business, and ever since I was very very mm-hmm. young, I had a Snoopy snow cone business, <laughs> I had a private investigation business, a locker cleaning business. A you bike. had a private investigation, I really? I, I helped I helped other kids find things that they had lost at school oh. <laughs> so they wouldn't get in trouble with their parents uh, but there was there I've always loved the idea of connecting people uh, and and doing things internationally and I thought when uh, you know when when business became an opportunity for me to study in, in post-secondary I could really see those pieces start to fit together um an international business is kind of your 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 true love, isn't it? It really is. But you you took a roundabout way to get where you were because you you also ended up, didn't you? You went to like big big company at one point. I did. I did. I was doing financial analysis in a in a big corporation, and I realized. So why did you do that if that wasn't your love? Because that was the path that you were supposed to go on mm. uh, at the time. That was, I was it easier than doing it the other way? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even know that it was an option. I didn't. Entrepreneurship wasn't talked about, mm. and it wasn't viewed the same way. You know, I was graduating out of university in the early '90s, yeah, or the mid '90s, I guess. Yeah. And that was it. Just wasn't uh, the way it is. It's it's really promoted now, and it's it is truly an opportunity. Well, I you know I think probably in the mid '90s as well, it was more male dominated. Absolutely. You know? Even international business, yeah, of course, was heavily male dominated. I was quite often the only woman in the room, and. <laughs> I was going to say, were you intimidated? I'm guessing that you weren't because you don't seem like that. I mean, if you went into this into this role, you, you went in and you kicked butt. 
that's always the way I've approached life. And luckily, I grew up in a, an environment where I was, I could do or be anything. And yeah. gender really didn't come into yeah. play until, it, it really didn't become noticeable to me until I was, you know, really starting to do some big projects. And then how did you notice it? Because I noticed that people would treat me differently. And mm. often uh, they would say sometimes inappropriate things mm -hmm. or things that were very condescending, yeah. uh, not taking me seriously, yeah. only talking to my male counterpart yeah. and not to me, even when I was the project manager. So that sometimes it was subtle and sometimes it was very blatant. So have things changed? Sometimes. I would love to say they've 100% changed and I know we've made progress, but there still is a, a way to go. What else needs to be done? I really think having open conversation about what is uh, what is appropriate, what is professional, mm. what uh, what are expectations, yeah. and in particular, I found working in international settings. Quite often, the international settings were more respectful than some of the uh, the environments that I was dealing with locally. So you go from an international setting back into a very local setting. How'd that happen? Well, actually, it's, it's a long, windy journey, <laughs> but I've always really enjoyed entrepreneurship and, and I left the big corporate job to yeah. go work for an entrepreneur and everyone thought I, I you know, yeah, had lost you were my like, mind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I really, being, uh, being part of that kind of experience, I realized that's what I wanted to do and then when I got the opportunity to do some, I was doing some contract work for yeah. Alberta Women Entrepreneurs and I fell in love with the idea of supporting entrepreneurs and building programs and actually making a difference in this way. Because along the way you had your own firm I did, and I, I had some really hard lessons. And one of the big lessons was, I wish I had asked for help. I wish I had known there was a community like Alberta Women Entrepreneurs out there to support me. So um, if people are looking, I mean, just you know, Google, Google you guys, call you up and say, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about this, I need some help, I need some advice, and you're there. Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, so. And, and I think it doesn't matter what, what sex, sex you're, if you're male, you're, you're female, when, when you are starting out, when you decide to take that leap of faith, what is your, what is your recommendations um, if you've got this idea in your brain um, that, that you want to try and do something with, no matter who you are, where you are, what, do you, what, what are your, you know, a couple of tips and what would be your recommendations? Well... Talk to people. Find find the community. Uh, it might be us. Mm -hmm. you know, it might be there's a much there's a big community of support out there for entrepreneurship, uh, including entrepreneurs and service providers like us and those who really embrace the idea of taking the risk within reason, of yeah. course, making sure that it's viable and that you know you're going to be successful. But I think talking to others and you know one of the um, one of the reasons I got involved with the Women's Entrepreneurship Day in particular yes. is because we really want to showcase that there is a very big community of support. There's amazing role models out there. There are amazing businesses being created. And a lot of these individuals, they may seem un untouchable and, and unreachable because they appear to be 
having reached success, mm. but they really do want to connect into others that are just starting the journey. I'm just reading that I had this article from earlier, and it was from just earlier this uh, this summer, and it was Alberta's award-winning female business leaders say opportunities for women entrepreneurs couldn't be better, so they're they're there. But uh, you talk about you know just something that you touched on on there as well as about assumptions and um, and and just you know as, you know assuming can be the death of all of us, right? And and knowing that there's going to be some some tough times out there and know how to mm-hmm. how to handle them um is is tech playing a role in this absolutely well, we live in a tech enabled yep. world and i think the definition of innovation technology what kind of businesses fit into into that mold is is really shifting it's yep. growing and you know digital transformation moving a business into you know into this modern world is extremely important for success i love this idea too about disruption and there's been a lot of talk about disruption and disruptors doesn't matter kind of what business that you're in but uh, we're seeing more and more and i i was i was laughing at I was telling you about this little plan that, you know, we have as, as, as late 40, 50-something-year-olds, and then I have a son who's got a full-time job who has been doing different online web-based things for since he was 18 years old. I mean, he is making money from over here, over here, over here, over here. And I think that that's, maybe it's a generational, a bit of a general generational thing. I think that the, the, the 20-somethings, the 30-somethings now um, are very comfortable with the idea of not having the same job for the rest of their life. Well, and, and they're trying everything. Yeah, and I think part of it too is when we talked about this, uh, the concept of being an entrepreneur has shifted mm. and there's a lot more conversation about entrepreneurship. There is a lot more, um, there's a lot more interesting stuff happening yeah, in the yeah. world of entrepreneurship than 20 years ago or 10 years ago. So the it's not unattainable and it's not something that is not a good career choice. Yes. Right? I, I it, just mean, I, it just doesn't seem as stable, but I'm not sure anything is really stable anymore. Nothing is. Honestly, one of the key ways to create to have stability is to create your own. Oh, man. Potentially. It's scary. It's scary. Marcella Mandeville joining me this afternoon, the CEO of Alberta Women Entrepreneurs, the newly appointed Edmonton Ambassador for Women's Entrepreneurship Day. So tell me about that and the event coming up. Yes, very, very excited. I'm honoured to have been chosen as Regional Ambassador for Edmonton, my home city. And this is an Alberta event. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are hosting it in Calgary this year, and it will be taking place on November 14th. And the whole idea, there's a global movement around on Women's Entrepreneurship Day. So the actual day is November 19th, celebrated all around the world. And the focus is really to empower, educate, and connect and showcase the, the the wonderful things that women entrepreneurs are doing and can continue to do and even show that next generation what is possible, how to get involved, how to get help. We're putting together a fantastic summit. This group of volunteers who are running this are incredible. Sounds, it's um, truly an honor. Sounds fantastic. Sounds like it's going to be a, a great place to be inspired and get some ideas and probably more most importantly some some support for for a lot of, of a lot of folks. So again, if you if you're interested, you want to find out more, you just Google Alberta Women Entrepreneurs. You can follow Marcella uh, on Twitter at Ms. Bright Idea, Ms. Bright Idea. Uh, thank you for this, Marcella. I appreciate you, appreciate you taking your time out, and you've given me a whole lot more to think about. Thank you. Well, thank you. My brain is cluttered as it is. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks to
to Marcella Mandeville for joining me uh, for that conversation about entrepreneurship. And uh, good on you, any of you who have decided to to do that, to, to take a chance. And you, you've come up with this idea and you're like, I'm going to do this. And then you, then you go and kick butt and, and you make your own, you make your own, I don't know, destiny. You make your own history with it too. And that's really, really fantastic. Uh, Vic texted, texted in this afternoon and says, Jay, I'm working at a job that wasn't even a job when I left high school. Changes are inevitable and even more so today. And isn't that the truth? And haven't we seen that more and more over the past number of years? Uh, thank you, everybody, who is texting in about your um, your road test stories and your experiences. I promise you we are going to return to this conversation today because some of the stories are hilarious. Some of them are like, really, you're waiting that long to get uh, your kid's driver's test done? But we will work back around to that. Uh, we'll take a break here for the 3 o'clock news. Eileen Bell has latest from the campaign trail the prime minister in edmonton actually i guess not the prime minister well technically the liberal leader prime minister yeah uh the liberal leader in uh town this afternoon at 4 30 she has the latest coming up